0: I always do that, don't I don't I shouldn't sing, but I can't help it. I'm so delirious to be here tonight on Thursday evening, 8 till 10, every Thursday here on Sid Valley Radio. My name's Denise and for the next two hours I'm going to trap you into some great music and uh, I've used that word advisedly because this is the first tune tonight. It is a wonderful piece of film music also used for the marathon and uh, you've guessed it, haven't you already, Ron Goodwin and The Trap, Be Trapped we <laughs> Off and running tonight for Happy Classics, Ron Goodwin, the guy that wrote the tune and his eponymous orchestra playing the theme for The Trap. And uh, and every pun intended there with the running theme. Sorry about that. It's a bit wild this morning. It's this morning, I'm just, maybe, it's, maybe I'm wishing it's this morning or tomorrow morning or whatever morning. Uh, this evening, sorry, sorry, dear listener, I'm obviously having a moment. Um, but wild the uh, the um, the music at the start of the show tonight. I'm not sure why that is. <laughs> I know I like to start lively, but I mean, even I'm going a bit berserk tonight. <laughs> audience like it and we've got 13 seconds of clapping so we'll just turn that down <laughs> we know you liked it we don't need to hear the, all the clapping going on but that was the symphony orchestra of canada under. Uh, this is a, a new guy i've never heard his name before he sounds a bit greek which is lovely stephanos Karabigos, which is lovely isn't it i like i like greece i've been there many a time that was earlier on this year i was i was in crete it was very nice i like a greek salad <laughs> i like the feta cheese <laughs> So I'll stop talking about food. Are you hungry? You must have had your supper by now, haven't you? What time is it? It's about ten past eight, isn't it? So, yeah, you've probably eaten by now. You're probably just wondering whether to debate. debate. Do I listen to this um, lovely music on Sid Valley Radio or do I go and do something more interesting? No, there is nothing more interesting. <laughs> and whatever it is you're going to go and do, take me with you. Take me with you. I don't know about you. I just um, I do a lot of listening to music and podcasts around the house when I'm there. I hardly ever sit in front of the TV. It's very rare. Only when I'm tired. And do you know what? I sat, I sat down on, the, t- on the, the, the sofa on Tuesday night and I've never done this before. Never i was falling asleep while i was knitting ah uh, what was going on i've never done it i've never done that and i was try- I'm, I'm knitting this bobble hat because i've had several orders in from friends and family are you knitting anything hats this year denise and i've already done two and somebody else said oh if you did did you knit that and i went yeah can you do me one in red yes so here i'm trying to knit in red which is one of my favorite colors i have to say i do love it and um and I was literally dropping off when I was, you know, wielding the needles. So in the end, I thought, you know what, Denise, give it up. Just give it up. So I went to bed. So um, and that was quite early for me. That was about 20 past 10. I'm normally quite late to bed. And last night was my usual sort of time I'm coming up to midnight. Wide awake at quarter past four, which is probably why I'm putting very, very lively music on <laughs> just now, because it feels like halfway through tomorrow morning already. So I don't know. It's all a bit weird. Sleep patterns have been completely shot. and I don't know why that is it just is how is your sleep pattern dear listener are you managing to get your seven or eight hours or whatever it is that they say you're supposed to have I just think you should be allowed to sleep when you like um and I have to say I do have I do work I do have a day job but I do work for myself which is quite nice because I have um I've got a staff room with a little sofa in there and um because I sometimes suffer with the occasional migraine and uh, as, on occasion, when I'm feeling like I've been run over by a steamroller, <laughs> I will go in there and I will close the door, turn the phones to silent, get my little blankie, cover myself up and have a little doze. And it's, 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 it's an amazing what um, half an hour, an hour of uh, Zeds can do in the middle of the day. I always feel better for it. It takes me a while to come around again. But once I've had that... Um, no, hour or so. It's a real pick me up in the middle of the day. I haven't been able to do that today. I've had a mad busy day. And after not having had a lot of sleep last night, if I'm not talking complete rubber duck by the end of, the, end of this show, it'll be a miracle. Let's have something else lively, shall we? That was lovely, wasn't it? That was one of uh, Vorjak's Slavonic dances. The number one, I don't often play that one. I don't think I've played it but maybe once or twice but a long time ago, I think. And that's the number one in B major, The Royal Phil. We're doing the honours and Douglas Bostock was conducting, so quite lively, quite lively, and I'm being quite lively this evening in an effort to sort of give me a bit of a boost. I've got a very strong coffee, which, you know, most of you are thinking, what are you doing drinking coffee at eight o'clock at night, Denise? But really, I do need a bit of a boost because it's been, uh, it feels like it's um, already midnight to me, having been awake since 4.30 this morning. I don't know what that was. Do you ever do that, wake up in the middle of the night and think, what what is going on? Anyway, what can you do? You just sit up and read, don't you, because there's no point in fighting it. You can lie there thinking, I should be asleep, but that's just self-defeating. You might as well use the time. If you're awake, do something with it. So I just dug out the paper and <laughs> just, just read. <laughs> well, you do, don't you? What else are you going to do? Anyway, tell me what you do when you wake up in the middle of the night and you're thinking, okay, what am I going to do here? Uh, you can give me a little call. No, you can't. You can give me a little text. I'll say that. Text 7 Or you can email me studio at sydvalleyradio.co.uk or you can go in the little box on our website and put your little message in there and i'd be delighted to see what you've got to say and if you've got any ideas like cure for insomnia well having said that i've never i've never been that bothered i've never really lain awake thinking i must sleep because that is just a, a one-way ticket to stress isn't it and if you've woken up there's probably a reason for it i'm a good one for nightmares Do you get nightmares yourself? I'm a really good one for nightmares. I don't know what it is. Ever since I was a child, maybe I've got an overactive imagination or something. I don't know. But I quite often have nightmares and um, I have woken up screaming. at times um and they're generally really weird i won't uh, i won't tell you what they are because you'll think i'm completely barking what do you mean you already know um but yeah i'm a a good one for nightmares always have been and sometimes i'll wake up and i'll know i've had a nightmare but i couldn't tell you what it was that's woken me up but i just you know and you know you ever been ever had a nightmare and you you don't want to go back to sleep because you just know that you're going to be straight back to where you finished off and you fall back to sleep and you are straight back to where so you're back in the nightmare again that's not nice but hey, I don't think it was a nightmare last night. I've got no idea what it was. But hey ho, I, I read some more of the paper. It was great. <laughs> so what did we just have there then? Oh yeah, I did tell you, didn't I, Borzak? So we're going to play something else fairly lively. Well, you know, I will sort of calm it down in a minute. But let's have the. Um, I was going to say no, no, no. We're going to have some Schumann. We don't often do a lot of him, do we? But here we go. It's the finale of his Symphony Number One, the Classical Symphony. It's a great piece of music. Thank you. Was lively, wasn't it? And I don't know what you're thinking. That really sounded like Prokofiev, Denise, not Schumann. And you'd be absolutely right. I'd like to say it was a technical problem, but it wasn't. It was just me not getting things in the right order because, hands up, guilty as charged, I am absolutely just talking complete broken biscuits tonight. Yuri Temurkanov, Yuri Temurkanov, was conducting the St. Petersburg Philharmonic Orchestra with Prokofiev's Classical Symphony, number one, indeed, the fourth movement thereof. Should we have that? Um, do have that piece of? have that piece of Schumann now? I just, um, yeah, I will do because I know you. Now that you, I primed you for it, happened. I'm just going to switch him back into where he should have been. I'm so sorry. I'm just being very, very dozy tonight. So uh, feel free to ping me and say get a grip, Denise. Although I am desperately trying to get a grip. Oh, did, 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 Good job, the boss, isn't it? Let's move on. This is the Schumann. Oh, there we go. Finally got it right there. Schumann there, the skirt. So, from that wonderful First Symphony. John Gardner, Sir John Elliot Gardner was conducting the London Symphony Orchestra. It's not the second time I've had them? Let's have the Halley Orchestra now, just because we can. And this is the first of our Holy Trinity for the uninitiated. First of all, welcome to my show if this is the first time you've listened and you're thinking Holy Trinity. Yep, that'll be Mozart, Bach and Beethoven. And today it's Mozart first doesn't often come in first normally we get him sort of around the middle sometimes around the end normally we get your Beethoven at the front end don't we but not tonight Mozart stealing a march and this is his symphony number one no it's not it's his symphony 41 I'll get it right I promise I'll get it right in C major the third movement Sir so John barbarolli is conducting that wonderful Halle orchestra as I mentioned a minute ago Deny a bit of Mozart. You know it when you hear it, don't you? You always know it when you hear it. it was, I was reading somewhere recently? They, didn't, they couldn't stop. Oh, I know what it was. I was saying last week, wasn't I? Because I played a bit of um, Nigel Kennedy, and he doesn't—he doesn't like Mozart at so all. He thought it was like coffee table music. <laughs> I think he's great, but each to their own, but he does like Bach, he plays him for two hours every morning, I think I mentioned that last week, because I've just read it, because sometimes when I'm um, in between tunes, I'll just scroll through things and see if I find something interesting to tell you, I haven't been doing too much scrolling, it's like the boss who just walked in, so better behave, <laughs> I don't like behaving really, it's not something I'm very good at. <laughs> I think it's because I had this, had this paragon of virtue as an elder sister, blonde haired, blue eyed and ever so pretty. And then there was me, (laughs) my mother said to me, uncle, oh, our Denise is so plain, she'll never get a boyfriend, you know. Um, That's because I was compared all the time to this, as I say, this, this wonderful creature, this ethereal creature who just looked like a dream. And then, as I say, there was me. So so yeah anyway hey-ho hey. we all i grew into my face about the age of 30 so i didn't do too badly in then so i'm not complaining i'm not complaining anyway um where were we flight to neverland yes john williams him yes all, his music almost always makes you feel like you're gonna fly so let's have a bit of a flight now and uh let's take ourselves off to the is it second star on the left and keep going till morning or something I don't know, i've never seen the film anyway here we go from hook It's brilliant, isn't it? John Williams, that, that multi million Oscar winner. <laughs> if you were a guy that had, uh, you, you were up for an Oscar for best score and John Williams was up at the same time, you just you wouldn't even bother putting your tuxedo on, would you? Or your posh frock, you just wouldn't even bother going. He's got, he Hack off. I think I've said in the past how many Oscars he's won for his uh, film music. It's, it's a lot. It's, it's a heck of a lot. Was <laughs> he about 92, 93 now still going? That was him himself conducting The Flight to Neverland from the film Hook and the Boston Pops Orchestra sounding wonderful. They do a lot of lovely music, don't they, the Boston Pops Orchestra? I know I'm going to be playing a lot of them next month because they do a lot of the, the Christmas melodies and things that, uh, that are so popular on the show. And I, I do like those um Those sort of mishmash, you know, mashed up various, you know, they stick loads of tunes together and it all comes out like a symphony. And we'll be playing quite a few of those um, in a couple of weeks time, two or three weeks time. So talking of Christmas, I haven't slid anything in because the last couple of weeks I've sort of slid things in that was sort of Christmas, but not, if you know what I mean. Um, but uh, I haven't been so sneaky this time. But what I will say is that tomorrow night uh, in Sibbeth and sadly, I will not be here because uh, it's my son's birthday tomorrow and I shall be going to see him. And he lives up in Oxford, so I shall not be here for the light switch on tomorrow. But do, do, do come along uh, to see that tomorrow night. And uh, also, uh, not only but also, I will say um, a little plug here for, guess what, you, if you're a regular listener, you know what's coming, the Sidmouth Choral Society. We had to sadly abandon our plans for a, a performance a concert of um, Sanson and Alan Bullard, but what we've done is changed the programme. We, we sadly lost our musical director unexpectedly halfway through the term, and so that's performance had to go west which is okay because you know we all know the carols so we're putting on I, i'm calling it a carol event because that's what it is and normally we would perform at uh, around seven thirty at night but this time we're going to be performing at four o'clock in the afternoon So it's, it's hardly performance really we just want people to come come along and just sing carols with us because as i say everybody knows them don't they i've got a couple of other things in there that you may or may not know but just uh, just some fantastic christmas music so if you like your Christmas carols, and uh, and I think if you don't, you might just want to feel for a pulse because, you know, who doesn't? Um, do come along on December the 9th, the parish church there uh, in the centre of town, four o'clock. And if you are under 16, you can come in for free. And for everybody else, it's only a fiver. So, um, so just come along and see what we do. And you know what, if you like what we do, you can come and join us as well, because um, we're always on the lookout for new members. We don't audition. If you just like singing... And you can even half hold a tuning key because some of us can't. <laughs> shh, shh, don't tell the boss. Uh, but, you know, when you've got 60 other people standing behind you, it doesn't matter if you hear a wrong note, does it? <laughs> As she says. Tragically, I have to sit on the front row because I'm so short. And if I hit a, a bummer note, everybody knows. It. <laughs> so sometimes I'm mouthing, but I'm not really singing at all. But don't tell, don't tell RM do that. And we have got a fantastic um, temporary musical director at the moment who is uh, so accomplished, he's very well known in the southwest. I won't say who he is because he actually won't be able to conduct us on the performance, which is a bit of a shame. But we have got together, we've cobbled together um, a fantastic um, schedule of carols. And as I say, we're being well looked after for the month of November and the first week of December. And then our performance on the 9th is going to be conducted by a guest conductor. And, um, and it's, it really is. We sounded really lovely last night. We were, we were rehearsing last night and it sounded great. So um, come along. Some carols that you'll know, some um, that will be carols that you know, but sung in maybe a slightly different way. And one or two tunes that, you know, were just different. And it's going to be a lovely, lovely event. And um, yeah, just, just come along and sing and enjoy it. What have we got now? Ah, uh, I'm on the wrong page. Hang on, just just talking with yourself for a minute. Ah, oh, yes, Paganini. <laughs> Well, there's someone that obviously stayed behind after school to do lots of extra lessons on the on the violin, don't you think? And of course, it could only be, couldn't it? Yehuda Menuhin or Menuhin or however you pronounce it. What an amazing virtuoso he is! Alberto Arede was conducting him, and the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra with Paganini's Violin Concerto in num- Number One. Indeed, the third movement. Now, of course, Paganini was a bit of a bit of a boy in his time, wasn't he? A bit of a bit of quite licentious, a bit of a trollop, as we would say up north. <laughs> It's a great word, trollop, isn't it? And get a load into that. Normally, none of you to describe dissolute young women, but I think uh, I think Paganini fits the bill. I think we'll call him a trollop as well. But yeah, what's, what's a talent, both of them. I know you, it doesn't mean to say just because you can be a bit naughty that you can't actually write fantastic music. And this is the thing, isn't it? We've lost all sorts of nuance these days. I'm going to get on my little soapbox now. We've all, we've all lost a bit of um, nuance now, isn't it? Just, you know, you can't be 100% good and 100% bad, can you? Nobody is. So, um, we all have our little peccadillos and I'm sure Paganini had more than one or two, but he couldn't half write music, couldn't he? <laughs> he was a good boy really. I'm sure his mother loved him. I love my boys as well. <laughs> and they are lovely boys, I have to say, they are lovely boys. I'm gonna say my son's thirty tomorrow. And of course I don't look anything like old enough to have a thirty year old son and uh, and I was doing I've done this little um little bio for him that I'm going to put in his birthday card to sort of you know things I remember over the last 30 years and when you're sort of looking back on all the things that stay with you from when you sort of see your child from the minute they turn up or from the minute you're looking at the pregnancy testing kit thinking oh there's a blue line on that (laughs) what does that mean (sighs) and then you start panicking um so, and then you remember all these little things and it's, it's really very, very moving. It's a strange thing being a parent. I was never going to have children because I didn't want them and then I met my then husband and I thought, oh, he's lovely and he he was and probably still is um, and I had this uh, I, 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 and then obviously I just decided that he was the one and off we had these two boys and I have to say, it's been an absolute revelation being a parent. You just, you, you never work harder in your life to <laughs> when you have small children, I always feel sorry. Whenever I see women in the in the supermarket and their child is going mental, I just feel so sorry for them because you know we've all been there, haven't we? When your child loses it and there is nothing you can do, there is you know they 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 take off, they throw a fit, they do, and you you just there is nothing you can do. It's quite sad. Anyway, um, but yeah, I no longer have small children because they're both bigger than me. <laughs> Which is no bad thing because you don't want your son to be smaller than him, not when he's 30. So I shall look forward to seeing Richard tomorrow and uh, wishing him a very, very happy birthday. One of the best days of my life having him and the other one was on the 3rd of March in 1995 when his uh, brother turned up. So, yeah, two of the best days of my life. Just wonderful. Now, what have we got here? A bit, of, a bit of sunshine, because it's been a bit miserable today. Well, having said that, it was gorgeous yesterday, wasn't it, in Sidmouth? I don't know where you're listening in the world, because you could be anywhere, couldn't you? Because we are a, an internet radio station. But uh, The weather's been very changeable today. It's been either chugging it down around in a very dark or quite bright. <laughs> yesterday was lovely most of the day, but it has been a bit miserable. So let's have a... And it's gone chilly. It's gone really chilly. So let's have a bit of sunshine now and uh, gasper Sands. Wonderful piece of music, the shortest piece of music on the show tonight, only a minute and two seconds, Canarios, played by Julian Bream. Told you short and sweet what a cute little piece of music that is um something not quite so short but still very sweet is a bit of teleman we don't play a lot of him do we and um and this is a concerto for flute violin and cello now i love a bit of flute music and i like a bit of harp music and i have to say i don't play enough of violin. <laughs> you do find with the harp music it's all going to be sort of um it's normally in the last half hour of the show isn't it because you, you don't normally get raucous harp music do you? it's all very sort of lyrical and you know whatever so you don't generally get that at the beginning of the show and uh, I think I had some harp music last week or the week before anyway let's not waffle about hops because we are going to go for the flute thing and uh, this is um, a version of Telemann's uh, violin and con- flute violin and cello concerto bloody bloody in a major second movement art that I've played from this particular ensemble Musica and Amphion never heard of them never heard of them Pieter Jan Belder is the conductor, and let's see what you make of this. is what Happy Classics is all about. Don't tell me you didn't put a smile on your face. It's one of those little things. It's just a gentle smile. It's not a big grin, is it? It's just a gentle smile, and it zips along, doesn't it? It's just lovely. So now this is interesting, isn't it? I've got this one here, and I'm pretty sure it's... the. This is. I always say this is not a minute waltz because it's two minutes. Oh, <laughs> yeah, this is the one, yeah, the minute waltz. So I'm thinking, they lied, because it takes two minutes. But this is an interesting one. It's a, it's a different version. Normally it is just... Um, just the, the tune on a piano. And I'm pretty sure, yes, we've got the New York Phil coming on with this one. So I'll have your opinion. Everyone likes a bit of Chopin, don't they? A man who was so shy, he would play the piano in the dark so that he couldn't see his audience and the audience couldn't see him. So the question is, how did they know it was him that was playing? Because he was just that good, probably. normally you hear that on the piano but that was Raymond Page, conductor the New York Phil and um, yeah, Chopin's Piano Concerto Minute Waltz or sorry, not Piano Concerto, the Minute Waltz normally arranged for piano but in this time just for orchestra and I've got something else quite similar a bit later on because I have been doing this thing of late where things that are played normally on one instrument I'm getting them to play and finding versions that are played by others in a different way. Now this is definitely you've got to do it on piano because it is... <laughs> second of our holy trinity oh do you know what i don't do you know what i've just suddenly realized i don't think i've actually got bark lined up i thought i had no i do you know what i'm gonna to have to go and find a piece of bark because i've just looked and thinking there's beethoven what did i put in for bark and i haven't got him in there oh my word sack me now i'm gonna to have to go and dig up a piece of bark if you've got a piece of bark that you'd like before the end of the show let me know otherwise i'll go and find one of my own in the meantime the patetique. The Piano Sonata Number Eight in C Minor, and the wonderful Daniel Barenboim, who does just about everything, who's just that good, is going to play the third movement for us right now. Good old Daniel, and so while he was playing that, I, I went off and got myself a piece of bark because I couldn't believe that I was doing my holy trinity without him. But that was Beethoven, you'll hear the bark later. In the meantime, <laughs> See, I told you, being, being awake at half past four, it feels like tomorrow morning already for me, so I'm, I'm, I'm just a bit wiped. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, dear, 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 dear. it's all nuts, isn't it? Really, well, how did life get so frenetic? How did life get so busy? And you know, we all. We all promised ourselves didn't we after um after the lockdown when we were all forced to take it a bit quieter and a bit more slowly that we were never going to go back to that manic running around like a headless chicken thing and um and we we all promised ourselves that didn't we including me i I thought i'm never going to get back to that again and you know what i'm worse than i ever was (laughs) so i've got to start learning to i've got to start learning to say no that's my biggest problem wasn't there a song about you know the bustle? No. wasn't there a song about i'm just a girl that can't say no Mm. yeah Bit like so that. that Oklahoma, wasn't it? I I think it probably is, yeah. Yeah. From it's Oklahoma. True. So the boss can say no. Yeah. From that. So, um, I mean you're terrible. Please. yeah, that, all, all those things. The boss is now has now broken into song. So, uh, we'll let him carry on with that while we carry on with this. And talking of breaking into song. Now, this is interesting because Targa Kashif, who's really good, isn't he? He takes, he takes, um, pop music and he turns it into classical music. He did it with Queen, didn't he? He did this, um, Queen's Symphony or whatever it was and he did some fantastic work with that and he's done it with Genesis as well so I like a bit of Genesis because uh, I know what you're thinking you know well not actually I don't know what you're thinking because I don't, first of all I don't know how many people are listening and it might just be me and the boss <laughs> but um but it's interesting isn't it because you take a view you know you're thinking oh here's Denise she does the classical show on uh Sid Valley Radio on a Thursday from 8 till 10 the best classical music show in the world of course I would say that and so she likes classical music. So yeah, that's it. But they, but people think that you know. Well, I'm guessing. I don't know. Do you think that that's the only kind of music I like? When really, I like all sorts of stuff. Particularly a bit of soft rock. <laughs> I like a bit of disco. <gasps> I'm so sad. <sighs> anyway, um, Takaashi. Let's get back to the <laughs> the subject in hand. I'll behave myself in a minute. No, who am I? Who am I kidding? So uh, yeah, Genesis. The Genesis suite. I'll get it. I'll get there in a minute. And this is uh, this is an orchestral version uh, penned by obviously penned by the usual guys that did it. Mike Rutherford and those guys, um, Philip Collins, uh, follow you, follow me. And Tolga's taken it, taken the, 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 the tune and made it sound nothing like. See what you think. I think I played it once or twice before, but um, it's not something that I put on my show very often, but uh, I rather like it. That's great, isn't it? The London Symphony Orchestra under Tolga Kashif, who remastered that Follow You, Follow Me uh, tune for for orchestra. And that's weird, isn't it? Because I, I can barely hear the tune in there. And there was something else I was playing a little while ago, wasn't it? About two or three weeks ago, which is a piece of pop music that had been remastered for for orchestral um, performance. And you're struggling to find it. Oh, I know what it was. It was Billie Jean, wasn't it? It was... Um, Michael Jackson tune and I'd come across and I'm thinking I could barely hear the tune in it but it was it it was orchestrated so well it was just a fantastic piece of music anyway what have we got else for you now Uh, I know what we've got a bit of Vivaldi not the Four Seasons and it's a concerto in D major. I am just thinking a minute, London Symphony Orchestra, that's the third time they've appeared tonight, isn't it? I think I've got them again. I'm just I'm looking further down. Yeah, I'll tell you what, whatever was going on with the LSO tonight, they're obviously all over my playlist for some strange reason. Anyway, here's, here's an orchestra I've never heard of. The Montana Chamber Orchestra. Who are they? Well, they are who they are. But Vivaldi now concerto in D major for lute and string and the Montana Chamber Orchestra are going to be conducted by somebody else I've never heard of. But, you know, all these new people, it's all very lovely. Bearing in mind the LSO have been all over the place. N. Tonchev doesn't say who the, what the N is. It could be anything, couldn't it? It could be Nicole, Nigel, who knows? Anyway, it's a great piece of music, isn't it, Vivaldi? That's very, very restful, isn't it? So lovely. The Montana Chamber Orchestra under N. Tonchev, whoever N. Tonchev is, doesn't say what his or her name is. But a bit of uh, Vivaldi, can't go wrong with that. Now, on occasion, I play something out of left field, as the Americans would say. And uh, sometimes play music from um, computer games or from Japanese uh, cartoons called anime. And this is one such the boss put me in touch with this one a long time ago. And I've played it a few times because it is so lovely. It's from Taku Matsuchiba and he's written this gorgeous piece of music from a cartoon series called Pasakai in Barcelona. great piece of music so that's from um utra which is an anime cartoon series a japanese anime cartoon series pasakai in barcelona just lovely now this piece of music um has got a huge i can i'll never forget the first time i heard it on mp3 which is an old-fashioned remember the old ipods so this is the first piece of music i heard with a pair of headphones clamped over my ears on mp3 and the clarity of the sound just blew my brains out and it is a great piece of music i've tried to play it on my piano as well many many times but got nowhere near it but it is the theme from the um the film called the piano and it is called the heart asks pleasure first and jonas vanstrom is going to play it just brilliant piece of music It's a great piece of music, isn't it? I just love that one. Here's another one. This is the this is the second shortest piece of music in the in the uh, repertoire this evening. A bus is about to disappear and leave me all by myself. Are you going off then? Yeah, he's going off and leaving me all by myself. So, so that means I can misbehave when he's gone. <laughs> I don't misbehave, really. I sometimes might, but not always. So what have we got now? Gift of a thistle. I mean, I'm not sure whether I'd be grateful for that. <laughs> i'm sure it must be very nice but it's the lso again i don't know what i've been doing tonight putting the, the london symphony orchestra in every five minutes but here we go and this is only a short piece uh, from that wonderful film braveheart and james horner uh, wrote this didn't he that that score for that film and it is very haunting the gift of a thistle i'm sure that if someone with love gave me a thistle i'd probably treasure it but if they just gave me a thistle i'd be thinking why are you doing that mate very very haunting isn't it it's an amazing film that isn't it and um i'm not sure it's totally true to what happened in scotland but we do know that the scots are very proud of their heritage don't we and there was william wallace doing that thing so here's that bit of bach now that i i nearly forgot <laughs> for shame for shame so um I went and dug around and found a lovely piece of Bach and this is why I say to you, you know if you want me to play something for you I can always offload something of mine and uh, just slice something in straight away because it is it is that easy with all the tech we have these days I can go and find something whatever you like and then pop it on my list. So I was waffling earlier almost not I about flute and harp and uh, how I like them both but don't play too much of them or too, enough of them so I, I thought oh look at that Bach's flute and harp concerto in E flat major so no sonata sorry sonata number two in E flat major so here we go so just a little couple of moments two minutes that's all our flute and harp by the wonderful Bach the final member of our holy trinity this evening just absolutely divine Irena Grafenauer and Maria Graf just beautiful, one was on the harp, one was on the flute, just beautiful oh God, I'm going to play so, having said that I don't, I often say I don't like, um I'm not like keen on violin music it's not my favourite instrument but I've got I've had loads of violin stuff in tonight Paganini and everyone but um, I've got a bit of Mendelssohn now and his violin concerto number two in E minor and it's Jack Perlman he's a brilliant brilliant violinist isn't he and the Royal Concert Gebau Orchestra I'm going to play this for us it's eight minutes so this is nearly half of the time we've got left but uh, stay with me stay with me child prodigy Mendelssohn there filing concerto number two just gorgeous stuff now the next piece was a piece i'd lined up to finish the show on because it seemed appropriate but because i like i want to hear it all because i've done my usual thing of doing far too much chat and we might not hear it all if i played it last i'm going to play it second to last and then i'm going to play the one that should have been next last Well, you know what i'm trying to say so do you remember um dave allen if you are of a certain age remember dave allen that amazing Irish comedian. It was just un- unbelievable, wasn't it? Back in the 70s, I think it was. I remember being a kid and watching it. And uh, just hilarious. And he always used to finish his show, didn't he? With with a monologue. And he'd have he'd sit on that uh, high stool, wouldn't he? With his little glass of whiskey or something. And uh, his cigarette and his whatever. <laughs> he'd just sit there, just monologuing. Hilarious. And he'd always say the same thing at the end, wouldn't he? Which is, you know, may your God go with you. Now, We live in a very secular society, don't we, these days? And uh, even though I like to sing core music, which is, I always say, God gets the best music, because some of that music is outstanding. Well, a lot of it is. Most of it is. uh, But not everybody believes in a higher being, or certainly a God. But you know what? If you think there's something out there, other than just us humans, then this is a piece for you. And I just think it's gorgeous. It's a piece of John Rutter. I'll be playing more of him next month, of course, in, in December, because he wrote so much Christmas music. But this is the Lord bless you and keep. You. So whoever your Lord is, um, and if whether you believe in God or not, I hope that the sentiment of this particular song uh, will stay with you because it really is just about look after yourself and look after those around you and just you know be at peace if you can. So the College of uh, Choir of New College, Oxford. Sorry, under. Edward Higginbottom are going to sing it. And there's this glo- the, the glorious uplifting bit at the end where they're singing the Amen. Just, you'll be able to join in with that. And I promise you, if you can just go with it and sing it, you know, if you're doing your washing up in the kitchen or whatever, it will lift your heart. Have a go. just beautiful isn't it it almost brings a tear to your eye doesn't it but it's such a peaceful piece of music and uh if you can just hold that with you and just enjoy it and have it ringing around your head for a little while that'll just be that'll just soothe you and send you off to bed tonight just feeling a bit more warmer and fuzzier we're going to play out with a bit of vaughan williams now fantasia on green sea so very very english we're only going to hear about a minute and a half of it um i might play all of it next week if you're very very good so the Academy of St. Martin in the Fields is going to play us That's the Neville Mariner conducting, and it just remains for me to say thank you once again for tuning in to me, Denise, on Sid Valley Radio. Happy Classics every Thursday, 8 till 10. And if you didn't get all the show, you can download me on podcast or listen to me again on Sunday night. And uh, do join me again next Thursday for more Happy Classics. Good night.